A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello, listeners. Welcome to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Today, I'm joined by a beautiful couple from the east of India, Rukshana and Zahid Parvez, beautiful people. And I'm really fascinated on, on a personal level, listeners, to, to hear what Rukshana and Zahid have got to say. We've got to say about what? what, we, what what's the focal point? What are we going to talk about? Maybe we're going to talk about Mother Nature is the best teacher and motivator. What a fascinating title. Mother Nature is the best teacher and motivator. Rukshana, Zahid, very, very warm welcome to you both. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. It feels great being here today evening. (laughs) And today we would just share a few ideas why we feel Mother Nature is the best teacher. Yeah, okay. So where do we start with this then, Rukshana? Where's the uh, where's that first line in the sand with this, this fascinating topic title? Nowadays, Paul, like in this rat race, we human beings are being alienated from nature. Like we should at times leave the road and take the trail. This is what I believe. And you see, Paul, it's been 4.5 billion years. Nature has its presence in this world. That is roughly, let's say, 22,500 times longer than human existence. And the fact is, nature does not need people, but people need nature. Our future depends on it. When nature thrives, we thrive. When nature falters, we falter. And what the worst thing is, not everyone is contributing to construction or sustainability of nature but all of us indirectly or directly we are contributing to destruction of nature yeah i i I absolutely could not agree more but i suppose the big question is how do we stop it how do we put a stop to this and i'm going to use some strong words here barbaric inane senseless, selfish, arrogant, even the energy, you know, listeners, the anger, the frustration that's evoking for mankind in its infinite wisdom, thinking it's got the right to abuse, and I'm being polite with that word abuse, mother nature the way it has over the years. Where do we even start with this, guys, to to say, come on, the time is now? Because I think these battle cries have been, they've been, shouted for a long long time i'm not so yeah. sure that the world collectively you know is taking any any uh, any heed of these messages so you know we're at that kind of tipping point now we're at the 11th hour we're beyond the 11th hour of desperation to protect this beautiful planet but where do we start with that i believe what we can best do is spend time in nature nature is a silent teacher philosopher and a guide so to understand 
more and learn more we have to observe nature nature like will only teach us when we want to learn i completely agree you see paul we have to be very retrospective about it and you know uh, it it comes from our parents and it comes from our grandparents who should teach uh, who should teach and inculcate in children to you know go out spend time observe things like you see i'll tell you I'll give you a very small example how nature can be a motivator you see the roots of tree okay they burrow deep into the darkness of soil all right to find nutrition to find water it does not have a map or a guide or anything but it finds its way trusting itself to create light from within to find way to find the way and you know the trust and growth it sees above the soil so getting the point so this is something i feel can motivate many nature can motivate us in many ways let's say for example you see a spider okay just sit calmly in a jungle you see a spider in a windy night or a windy morning whatever it keeps falling back but then again it keeps on going up keeps constructing it web and ultimately it is there strong it stands over there the wind it resists the winds and creates its web cob web so there are various ways you know nature teaches us to be patient to be self reliant yeah and we should respect it we should learn from is- it we should not any spiritual person you know i i personally feel it that many don't but we do not need any spiritual person or someone like that to say things we should open our brains look observe learn introspect mm. i suppose the trait of human nature and i'm massively generalizing um people and i've had this conversation more times than i care to remember now with a a, a really diverse cross section of of the global society and uh, you know oftentimes what comes back to me is but yeah that's all right but what's in it for me you know that selfish narrow uh, and i'm and i'm very mindful of my words here that might even come across as judgmental but you know what listeners on this occasion i personally don't make any apology for them if they're perceived as being judgmental or harsh i don't because i'll say it again it's barbaric what is happening to our world barbaric through no other reason than i'm not so sure what the balance is with ignorance and arrogance of mankind but either way it surely has to stop it surely has to stop and it has to stop yesterday not maybe tomorrow but you know i, I come back rukshana and zahi to my question you know how do we now send out a starkling starkling message to the world to say right it stops and it stops now not when it suits you as an individual or your company or or whatever or even your country or even your continent but it stops yeah. now for the betterment of all see a, a message a simple message i would like to give a flower you see a flower it does not think of competing to the other flowers it just blooms and that's it it's so beautiful if you look at it mm. yeah see, these are the these are some smallest things simplest of the things which nature teaches us if you are willing to slow down and open it to the greatest deal that you can really learn learn a lot of things by nature just slow down take it easy look around 
look around the greenery there are so many lessons around us they are not just reserved for special and privileged to view you know the smallest of the leaves to the largest and the oldest of the trees they are all great teachers in some way or the other you see a, a storm comes a tree which stands it it is there it bears the rain storm sunlight everything it's there standing it's strong paul the best part is till today we are getting clean air to breathe and fresh water to drink if the abuse doesn't stop somewhere tomorrow we might you know starve or die of thirst due to lack of clean water yeah it's uh, and i think you know the answer lies in an interesting word that was used a few moments ago education you know and but that takes time that takes time to seep through and that's why Rukshan Azahid, you know, you've noticed my tone. You've probably have never heard me speak this way before, passionately. And yes, maybe even slightly judgmentally, semi-angrily around this. And I'll keep using these words, listeners, these words, this abuse, this neglect, this cruelty, this violation of Mother Nature, because mankind thinks that they can. They think they okay. can. And one of the leaders I found in, in sort of, you know, conversations I've had with, as I say, countless people is, would you abuse your grandchild? Well, no, what a stupid question. Well, it's not a stupid question because the way you're abusing Mother Earth, actually, indirectly, that's exactly what you're doing. You're abusing the future. You know, when you're dead and gone and your children are older and your, your grandchildren are getting older, they're the future. The grandchildren and their grandchildren. What kind of legacy are you leaving for them? Would you leave them with a pile of debt after you've gone? No, you. of course you wouldn't. Well, why are you doing this then? And that seems, that stark, challenging, confrontational language, Rukshana and Zahid, seems to hit home with some people. And I think that's what we really need now. Every person, as you know, as good as they, the, the, uh, you know, planting trees are for the future. Also, I feel, and it's only my own personal views, but to have that responsibility to challenge people and to call them out for this abuse and this neglect and this cruelty of our planet. Any thoughts on that? Because I'm, you know, I am listeners using some very strong language here. I would suggest, like, we should start community programs and call for volunteers for cleanups in each community, maybe a small community, we start somewhere and also educate people and encourage people to reduce, reuse and recycle stuff. Further, further, I would also like to add, uh, we should hold seminars wherein we should use, uh, you know, uh, nature to show how it is a motivator. Let's say, for example, we talk about water. You see, water flows, it changes, it forms itself in whatever it adapts, it forms, takes the form of whatever vessel you put in. You're getting the point, Paul. So yeah. there are so many things which we can take up from nature and motivate children. All right. Be like water. Adapt yourself. Improvise. Mm -hmm. I'm going to challenge myself now, guys. I'm going to challenge myself from that that stance I've took. 
Because isn't this, there's a lot of fear in the world, isn't there? The world is built on fear and money, we are led to believe, is the answer. If you've got more money, you can live a better lifestyle. You can have bigger cars, you can have bigger houses, you know, nice jewellery, attract better partners, all this and all that and all the other. That's a model that the media promotes over the years from early childhood. But what if I was to challenge myself, Ukshana and Zahi, with that strong stance I've took? Or what if you guys were to challenge me and say, hang on, Paul, aren't you coming from a place of fear there? Trying to overcome fear with your fear, with your language, with your energy. Maybe, just maybe, listeners, the only way to overcome fear is with love. Any thoughts on that, guys? No, absolutely. Uh, you see, to survive in this world, we do need money. That is quite obvious. We do need money. We do, we do need a lifestyle. It is quite obvious. But we should not be abusive about things. Like, let's say, uh, being too harsh towards nature in terms of rapid construction and no uh, forestation. There is massive uh, afforestation, but there is no uh, planting of trees in the same, you know, uh, scale. So it should be a balanced one. And love definitely, with love and respect, the whole society grows and it, it is a prime uh, aspect of life. So we should have a balanced nature balanced life but we have become very materialistic and that is something dangerous and we should follow the pace of nature and uh, you know Paul I believe her secret is patience now you see Paul I would also like to say something going back dating back when uh, civilizations they started okay they were all nature worshippers and they thrived uh, in a very uh, modern manner, if you uh, ask me, if you date back to these Mesopotamian civilization, the Indus Valley civilization, they had uh, a lot of organized society and they respected nature. If you even uh, look into the Aztecs, the Mayan civilization, they were also uh, very considerate with nature and in harmony with nature unlike what we are now in this world it has to exist not just in holy buildings and great books but in smallest of the things and simplest of the things present in nature mm. you know it's that um, it's that classic line isn't it from that Michael Jackson song if you're looking, cha looking for change look at the man in the mirror correct and and you know this this whole polarization this choice that we can make between fear and love you know i deliberately listeners went down a line of fear there i deliberately did that to see how that you know how that landed with you as listeners because you don't normally hear me speak with that that tone that uh, i'm not going to say the word venom that'd be too strong but that kind of 
anger and that that tone of voice, that energy. But that is how it could be if we're driven by fear. That was an example of fear-driven dialogue, tit for tat, A versus B, black versus white, this, you know, this uh, separation, this segregation. And there's only unity that will solve this, this dilemma, this, this madness that we find ourselves in. And I really, really, from everything that I've learned, whatever that may perceive to be, Bukshana, Zahid, his love is the answer. And I come from a background of gang violence, gang culture. So I've seen and experienced the fear and the horrors of life. And I know that okay. love is the answer. That's just in my small little world, my very small little world. But I'm just, you know, one of... 8 billion people. So if okay. we all just adopt a little bit of that love rather than a lot of that fear, surely mm. that's a good step forward. Oh, that's true. So tell me, Paul, what do you feel? How do you see nature as the best teacher? Absolutely, 100%. Absolutely, there is no, there's no debate about that at all because, you know, there again, we can try, and I say we as mankind, impose, but it's amazing. You know, when you look at just the, the, the engineering of natural, natural nature, it's just it's beyond fascinating. You know, she is the boss. There's no two ways about it. It's not even, for me, in my world, it's not even up for debate. And I think the sooner that we learn that, you know, she's based on love. Completely agree. You know, that is the answer. That is the simple answer. So I think the answer lies for me, and certainly within World Game Changes, with a lot of plans that we've got afoot, is, okay, we're setting up projects that on a practical sense will have an impact, of course. But that practicality, that doing, if you will, is very, very, very strongly underpinned by the being. Being in that space of individuality, that peace, that silence, that reflection, that self-love, that self-forgiveness, that self-awareness, it starts with self. It starts yeah. with self. And that's where, you know, to coin the phrase from a British prime minister from the mid-1980s, Sir John Major, it's a case now of going back to basics. We need to go back to basics. Yes, and True. all depends on how we choose to live each day with nature, whether we regard, whether we regard or disregard. So it doesn't really matter to nature. Our actions will determine our fate. Yeah. And what, what we can do is like nature and man must create a reciprocal relationship. Nature in its ministry to man is only the material, but is also the process and the result, I would say. And all the parts, Paul, incessantly work into each other's hands for the profit of man. Yeah. Like see the wind sows the seed and the sun evaporates the sea. 
and the wind blows the vapor to the fields. Everything is set in its own way. Connected. Everything is connected. So this is how nature and man need each other to be beneficial. World Game Changes, I speak on behalf of World Game Changes, totally embraces that, totally embraces that. And, you know, that is why the projects that we're developing now are very much, yes, they're doing projects, but they're underpinned by that, all that vital energy, that all-important necessity called love. That's the real fuel behind it, love, the intention, the energy of love rather than fear. It's because fear breeds fear, breeds greed, selfishness. True. So this, when we talk about the balance of nature, I come at it from a slightly different way to say that nature, she is naturally, she is naturally the being. That's what we really need to learn, how to be, how to be present, how to be still within ourselves. To raise our awareness, to live with ourselves in those darkest hours, rather than lashing out through fear and anger. That's where, for me, the answer lies. With the individual, learn to live with yourself. Learn to live yeah. in awareness, the presence, the gift of life, how sacred it is in all its many forms, not just human form, in all forms of being, fauna, flora, whatever. And yes. that is the catalyst for the way forward. And that's certainly what World Game Changes is advocating. And that will seep through into the practical projects it then does. Absolutely, absolutely. See, with us or without us, it is prepared to evolve. Nature is prepared to evolve. So we should go hand in hand. And we should respect life. After all, life is also nature. What the life which has been given to us. Yeah. You know, and that's why World well, Game Changes has the, has the tagline, planting the seeds for change. Because that's what we're doing. We're planting the seeds for change. You know, our tagline doesn't say we're going to change the world now because there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done. Yeah. We're planting the seeds, changing people's mindsets, embracing yes. people's hearts. And then to use that word, you know, educating our children, our grandchildren. It starts now. It's never too late. I think we're at the tipping point from, you know, what the science, scientists say and the reports say. But I'm thinking, you know, and feel that Mother Nature being the compassionate, caring, loving soul that she is, you know, maybe she'll forgive us for our, what we've done so far. If we just show willingness, if we just show willing and say, you know what, maybe previously throughout history we've got it wrong, but we're prepared to put it right now. Just give us a chance. And being the yes. compassionate, loving, caring mother that she is, I'm sure, I'm sure those seeds will uh, bear fruit. Very much, very much hopeful it should. And it's high time we should act towards 
you know doing good for nature so as we draw to a close rukshana zahid i'm going to ask you each just for one you know it can be as a couple as man and wife or it can be individually you you guys decide but imagine you've got one seed to plant in life for the betterment of today tomorrow maybe your family your family's family you, you know i don't know if you've got children or you know but say your your grandchildren's grandchildren in years to come decades to come you've got one golden seed to plant or one wish or whatever what would that be well <laughs> that's a very interesting question one seed to plant what would that be uh hmm if you ask me the seed of humanity and uh, that is what i would like to plant nothing crimes humanity no racism no caste biasness all humans one so so for me it will be the seed of humanity and paul i would say i would like to plant a seed of selflessness wherein you do good deeds and you don't maybe you don't benefit directly and at immediately but in time to come good things will happen because of the good deed which you had done some day that is what i would say to the next generation so there you have it listeners some very thought provoking ideas threads of conversation bit of a bit of a topsy turvy one that bit of a topsy turvy one and i mean that in a in the most respectful way because it's such i don't know what the word is i was going to say emotive topic it's beyond emotive life threatening hasten to use the word serious that kind of trivializes it but such a deep meaningful topic that we find ourselves and the tipping point and we we'll use that word again of you know of life so i want to sign off there rukshana and zahid before i do have you got any contact details that you'd like to share you know where people can reach out contact you and find out more about you a website an email or social media anything at all like that by way of uh, a follow up if people so desire uh well uh, they can write to me on my email it is uh, zahwed.parvz@yandex.com and they can share their thoughts about uh, their life what they feel about nature how do they would like to contribute to this world and i'll be happy to share and listen to their thoughts super thank you zahid uh, though listeners as ever those contact details will be in the show notes as will be the profile for this beautiful couple known as rukshana and zahid parvez guys thank you so much thank you very thank much thank you paul, paul for having us for having us and giving us the opportunity to speak and all that remains now listeners on that very poignant note i feel in a very poignant phase and a very poignant energy now 
as a result of this this deep conversation, but it's to sign off the way I always do by saying, maybe quite poetically here, remember the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond? <laughs>